Buongiorno, Yorobun. Jackie here with Sakura Pop. Thanks for tuning in. And I am here with my co-host, Bonnie. Thanks, Jackie, and buongiorno, everyone. Yes, great to see you again, Bonnie. And uh, remember, everybody, you can listen to this podcast on any audio listening platform. If you would like to share an opinion, then please me email us at what's the address, Bonnie? Sakurapopcast at gmail.com. Fabulous. Uh, so I do have a bombshell announcement on how Vincentro is filmed that I would like to share with all of you listeners. And it's something that really took me by surprise. I think I am quite a lot disappointed as well, but it came from a very reliable source. Um, recently, I discovered that Netflix Philippines, they've put out a YouTube video on how Vincentro's earlier episodes were shot and filmed. Turns out that despite me having been so enormously impressed with their on-site Italian filming locations, and you know, I gushed quite a bit about using drones and getting great camera angles on historical buildings, those buildings uh, did not exist in the, on the actual film set. In other words, everything was green screen. Oh my. That is a bombshell. Footage, I did not know that. The footage was fake. <laughs> oh Entirely no. manipulated. Oh wow. That, that was so sad. Everything from when, where you see like Vincenzo stepping out of all these beautiful Italian buildings to uh, that whole vineyard. Yeah. Um, to even the funeral scenes where he's talking to his brother. I guess this is filmed during the pandemic, right? Yes. So traveling would have been a problem. Undoubtedly. But still. <laughs> so it makes sense, but it's disappointing. I suppose traveling to it Italy would be double the problem of anywhere else because they are one of the hardest hit regions. Exactly. Uh, of the pandemic. Yeah. But still, <laughs> it made me so excited to see all that Italian scenery. Yeah, that's too bad. And yet, and yet, it was blended so well together. Which means they also did a good job. I had. Yeah, I had no idea. Thank you, Netflix Philippines. You've given me great insight, but you've also really allowed me to be let down. <laughs> Shattered your dreams. <laughs> yeah, that's why, right. Why Netflix Philippines, though? Why, uh, well, like, why did they release this? Yeah, why that, why Philippines like an and not, like, Korea or, like, USA? Maybe to avoid disappointing their Korean audience, to keep them in this romanticized state yeah. of awe and enjoyment of Vincentio episodes. Because <laughs> your Korean audiences act in a very fired up manner to all sorts of things. And uh, they'll become, they become keyboard advocates very easily. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, maybe they didn't. Maybe Netflix did not want that. They foresaw it coming, but um, perhaps 
uh, their Asian neighbors are chill people who, you know, don't mind a little surprise, even if it might be a, a disappointing surprise. We have just finished episode 13 and 14. And uh, this time, instead of going through the scenes one by one, I'll give an overall summary of an episode. We'll talk about that particular episode, and then we will do the same of the next one. Sounds good. Let's get started. Episode 13, we start off with a fight scene of an unlikely pair, Vincenzo and his longtime ally, Mr. Choi. Mr. Choi's machinations and schemes are revealed. He is actually an agent from the ISS sent in to recover the guillotine files. As they're working out a new form of partnership, the tenants interrupt and in a hurry to conceal the location of the vault, they lose their best means to recover the gold and the guillotine files. Meanwhile, Wu Sang CEO spills the beans to save his own butt and tell Jun Wu about the existence of the files. Jun Wu gains inauguration and officially becomes the head of Babel Corp. But during the ceremony, Vincentio orchestrates the public reveal of his illegal activity and publicly humiliates Jun Wu with a little surprise. Oh, what a fun episode. That was fun. This is what I live for. Yeah. So I appreciated Mr. Choi a lot more after that scene because it wasn't out of personal greed. It was he he had a mission. So at least I give that to him. What did you think? So he so he doesn't owe millions of dollars no. of, debt, of debt that he can't pay off. And he doesn't have trouble paying for his wife's low <laughs> lessons or his daughter's piano lessons. Yeah, so it's less ridiculous. Um, but and I wanted to clarify something. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he met up with someone to talk about the guillotine file. Was that the prosecution? Oh, that'll come in in episode 14. Okay. Yep, so we're Goldfish getting memory. ahead of us a little bit. Oh, whoops. I thought they but showed yes, that Ms. scene in 13. They uh, No, they showed it in 14. Okay. They did reveal, like, Mr. Choi had been in cahoots with somebody um but as of episode 13 we do not know who that is uh you you wonder though you know mr Choi's double dealing because he's working for the same organization that an is working yeah and you know yet they don't they don't seem to really know of each other's identities and at the same time, Mr. Choi did not report him finding the vault or the guillotine files to his organization. And that's where Vincentio in, insinuates that Mr. Choi might be looking to take the files to another buyer to personally profit from it. Mm-hmm. It's it's so hard. You can't trust anyone. You don't know who's working with who. Hmm. Uh, but this is a dangerous game because Mr. Choi, even though he's working for a uh, a completely legal entity who's backed by the Korean government, 
the things that he did to, uh, you know, to further his gains are not particularly legal. Because, I mean, he killed that Wang guy, President Wang. Well, yeah. And that that's like everyone in the show, right? It's like, you're not, not none of them are truly, like, ethical, except for, again, the dad who died. Yep. So nobody's truly white. No. Nope. They're all operating in the gray. Yep. Which makes the show interesting. Yeah. I'm excited to see any more progress on Mr. Choi. Yeah, he, he just and became more interesting. Yeah, very much so. And he never intended to harm Vincentio either. Yep. Which is nice. That's rather uplifting to see. Exactly. I thought he was just a greedy man who wants to kill him off. Yeah, that would be terrible writing if they went there. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad they stuck true to his character. Yep. Much more believable. Um, yep, yes, totally. Even though it's rather a bizarre twist of circumstances. <laughs> yeah. That, hey, Mr. Troy is working for an international secret intelligence organization. Um, it doesn't all. It doesn't seem far fetched at all. Nope, <laughs> because there have been even more bizarre revelations throughout this whole drama series. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> yeah, it's constant twists and turns. Hmm. What other things caught your eye about this episode? Well, I I was very angry when they were trying to close the vault quickly because I, I saw that coming. I saw as soon as he threw the jacket and I'm like, what are you doing? Oh. I don't know if you had the same level of frustration, but I was like, come on, guys. This is your only way to get in. Yeah, I thought that was wholly unnecessary. Right? I was worried about the iris detection device. I thought, ooh, that better be still on top floor. Yeah. Uh, I guess they need to do some twists and turns, but that was very annoying for me of course it had to happen yep. two steps forward i mean one step forward and two steps back yep oh well um and that well then they'll have to continue to work together exactly exactly which is interesting given they had such a fallout the fact that they were still able to be civil with each other afterwards that was refreshing to see yeah well, Vin Vincentio continues to believe in, maybe not in Mr. Choi's motivations, mm -hmm. but he believes in his character. Yeah, and his ability, um, I And guess. he believes in their friendship. Yeah. Yep. Uh, because Vincentio apparently saw this coming from a mile away. Not all of it, but he it. knew mm -hmm. that Mr. Choi wasn't all as he seems. Mm -hmm. And um, Vincentro's doing his, he's been doing his own research on the guillotine files. Mm -hmm. Good for him. Yep. Yes, that uh, almost omnipotent skill of his to be able to read and anticipate people's actions come in handy very handy indeed mm -hmm. 
And that's a Vincential I like, not the flustered one. Mm. <laughs> he was pretty flustered when he was trying to call, close that vault door. He was. <laughs> um, and we have uh, some happenings on the villainous side of things. Mm -hmm. uh, Wu Sang CEO, it continues to try to play play both fields. He's he's scared of Jun Wu, so he wants to stay on the right side of loyalty. Um, but at the same time, he is uh, pushing the younger brother to to step up the game. Yeah. Um, it's funny that uh, you know they're in that scene where they're in the car. Mm -hmm. The younger Babel brother is talking to Wu Sang CEO, and the advice given was, "You have to be more than an idiot. You have to be a complete idiot to regain Jun Wu's trust." Yeah. Which is it seems sad. like it's been his own personal tactic all along. Yeah, because if he if he appears too smart, then Jun Wu would see him as a threat, right? So he can't yep. be too smart. Maybe he's smarter than we think. <laughs> Maybe. He I sure hope I hope so, so, right? If there's anything I learned about this show is that it has a knack of developing all of the minor characters. Yes. And giving them like secret abilities. I like that. Yeah, and they're, they're little tit for tat about using the shotgun. The two idiots. Yeah. Comedic relief it, at this what point. What a... Yeah, that's unexpected comedy relief. Yeah. I didn't see it coming from them, too. No, but it's it's gives us something else <laughs> other than the tense scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I can't rely on the comedy of the tenants mm -hmm. on their own. Uh, I much prefer this idiot couple <laughs> change it up as i was saying mm. i was tired of the tenants so this is yes they were becoming annoying is the word that you yes. use very strong word annoying and now that vincentio has lured jun wu out and jun wu is becoming inaugurated he's officially stepped up to his position as head of babel yeah, I miss his curly hair. <laughs> that makes him look younger. I know he has to play the part, but, you know. Now he's playing the part openly, at least. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, now he's playing the, the part as CEO and not as a intern. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta change no, something. He's not quite as annoying or as hard to watch. Like to me, um, Jun Wu was kind of hard to watch when he was playing this double role. Mm, true. It, yeah. It was less believable. It's just kind of vile. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's true. Now he's like true to his character. Yep. Yes. No more tiptoeing around. Mm -hmm. That ending scene. Oh, man. That was so was good. So satisfying. So good. I wondered why they were talking about pig blood. Yeah. And 
it, it's it seems like every hint that they drop um in the episode comes to fruition by the end. I like that. <laughs> I yes. like that. Bravo. Yeah, that was really well played. Um it was scary mm. when he like glared back at them <laughs> with blood all over him. But it just shows how good of a job they did to humiliate him. <laughs> Public humiliation yeah. as well. Yeah, and his first like biggest thing that was happening to him, you know, as the CEO. And yeah, and they did more than that. They set mm -hmm. that monitor up with the video that directly implicates Jun Wu as a person who orchestrated the anti-union mm -hmm. activity. So that was good. I yeah, I get the feeling that you know Vincentio has caught the little mouse in a trap. Yeah, and the trap has sprung and snapped. And then it ends, and then you you know that there's gonna be a twist. Hey, we weren't we weren't we weren't the only people. We weren't really the only ones who were highly amused by the pig blood scene. The younger Jang oh, yeah. found it to be. Funny yeah, as he well. couldn't even hide his like giggles. <laughs> I like that. Oh, he is not good as playing at me. like playing poker face and you know. <laughs> no, and that's fine because you know he is one of the few guys who are true to themselves in the show. Even though he's you can the see villain. through him at least. Yeah, you know right. what you're getting with the younger brother. Yeah, some say these are the type of people who are the easiest to get along with because you know what That's you're true. getting. All the good stuff, all the bad stuff. And I think humans prefer predictability mm -hmm. when interacting with people they're close to. Like nobody wants a double face mm -hmm. poser who you never know what they're thinking and um, who you don't know... It, if it's going to come back and bite you in the butt. Why don't we move on to episode 14? So in episode 14, Vincentio and Prosecutor Jung gathered irrefutable evidence to lay charges on Jun Wu for directing anti-union activities, despite Prosecutor Jung having been blocked from laying those charges. Vincentio is completely nonplussed as he was using this as a diversion to gather evidence on much more severe and illegal criminal activities that can ultimately put Jun Wu in prison. Miss So, one of the tenants, reveals her secret identity as a professional hacker, but more vitally as a computer programmer who designed the electronic security measures of the vault. She joins Vincentio and the other tenants to stage a gallery heist, where they infiltrate a finance director's office of a paper company owned by Babel, which they use to cover up money laundering. And meanwhile, younger Babel Jang failed to attract Vincentio's help to betray his brother. Then Babel cooperates with Vincentio's half-brother Paolo, who sends hitmen to kill him. They trap Vincentio, and he now stands with three guns pointed at his dun, skull. Dun, dun. Another cliffhanger. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Quite a lot to digest yes. there. Um, I love it. I love how 
like I, I was waiting for special abilities for each of the people, the tenants. And it was so cool when she revealed that she was the one who, not only is she a hacker, but she is the one who like designed the system for the gold. That was so yeah, cool. Yeah, goodness. Now I feel silly that I didn't put two and two together on this so earlier on. I mean, that would be hard to predict though. I'm so invested and knee deep in, knee deep into this drama that I'm just going exactly. with the flow. I'm not thinking yeah. that much. It's it's good to be surprised sometimes. But the show did a great job at distracting mm -hmm. me because I really never see where any of the minor characters are coming from. And then when they finally reveal their special ability, then it it's very exciting. And interesting to mm -hmm. watch. I love it. It keeps the show going, right? Otherwise, it would be very monotonous if it's always the same people doing the same yep. things. Mm -hmm. So this brings like a technology aspect to their kind of toolbox that they didn't have before. Yep. Yep. So now they've got a way to gather intelligence. They've got a way to seemingly hack into any computer terminal and gather critical evidence. Mm -hmm. And their first intern, the man who fights. <laughs> the North Korean yep, soldier. Forget about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and his unwavering loyalty. I, I like how he stands so yeah. solidly with Vincentio. He's so loyal. Whatever the misgivings, yeah. Um, our special agent, An is supremely loyal awesome. i know after i think after him observing vincentio for all those episodes he's fallen in love with him and he would do anything <sighs> right. for him and you would do anything for the <laughs> yes. person you love so that's good he has a bunch of loyal interns slash partners hey the tenants are totally having a blast Every time that they're involved in one mm -hmm. of the central schemes. From the gallery heist uh, to the festival that they put together. And um, the protest outside of the courtroom. Yeah. Like they're having the time of their I lives. I almost couldn't <laughs> recognize those two women at the gallery heist. And I'm like, wait a second. I know mm. them. <laughs> they did a good job. Very yeah. good. It's like watching the Avengers assemble. Yeah, exactly. I was like, good acting, good makeup. <laughs> and what a good setup. Now everybody's mm -hmm. helping, and they're helping in a really meaningful mm -hmm. way. Except the only thing I'm going to nitpick is, you know how they use the accountant of the gangsters to help with the heist? Mm -hmm. I was like... Do you really need an accountant to look through files to find one that says international uh, transactions? Like, <laughs> any of them could have done that. <laughs> I thought Agreed. she was going to do some crazy, like, calculations or, like, you know, something accounting related. But nope, she's just digging through files. <laughs> but it's, it's fine. Uh, I will turn a blind eye on that one. Well, she... Her special ability is cooking the books. Yes. 
So maybe she can analyze so, it afterwards. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure she'll. Her special ability will come more into the I hope forefront so, later on. That was a waste of her abilities. Mm -hmm. I like her boss. Yeah. Kind of doing, always doing a little backseat yeah, driving. Literally. And like criticizing yeah. them in the most uh relatable and sensible it's way it's it's almost like he's saying the things for yes. the audience in our it's place so funny like when he was saying that they look like chess pieces because one is black and one is white <laughs> and they are like ghosts talking to each other yeah it's so funny yeah that was a good scene that whole heist is good they have had so many heists now mm -hmm. This is the biggest one that they pulled off, um, but they also, uh, you know, they planted things at the hotel uh, where the younger Jang was staying at in an earlier episode. Um, they went to retrieve files from the vision mm -hmm. team, and that needed the help of the two guys like posing as security mm -hmm. personnel. Um, and of course, we can't forget breaking into the vault. Oh, yeah. I count that as a heist, too. Yeah. It's just genius, and it's fun to watch. But the best one now now is overtaken by the Great oh, yes. Gallery heist. Because everybody gets involved. Yeah, and there was a kissing scene. And they do, and they... <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. I saw some previews oh, of that you? kissing scene. Um, so when I, uh, but it didn't take away from the actual impact because I didn't know Cha Young went for it first. She initiated it. It didn't surprise me, given that she's the type to be very like, go go get her, yeah. Um, but that was refreshing to see. And according to Jackie, whenever two characters kiss, that's it. They sealed the deal. They're gonna be together forever. <laughs> she looked so cool though when she pulled that gun. Out. Oh, I was yeah. like, cool. wow, so sexy. <laughs> it's so like she's like a leading lady. That's what I was gonna say, Ponto. exactly. <laughs> and I like her like fishnet yeah. stocking too. And how he dressed her for that really part. Mm. That was so sweet. Yeah. Love, love, love. Yeah, Cha Young. Oh my gosh, she looks so good. Yeah. In that, in yeah. that heist, like that yeah. dress. Wow, I've never seen anything like it. They're all wearing designer Definitely stuff. looks better than her usual suits. <laughs> yep, yeah, some of her usual suits are a little bit wacky looking. Yeah. Can't forget the last scene. I that, I don't know how that's going to end, but it does not look I good. I mean, it, he's too, it's too early for him to die, so something's going to happen. It is. Yep. But what? Who? And who? Like, who has the... You know, what? The, the tough part about watching these cliffhangers is when they happen, it looks like it looks like such a situation that you can't really mm -hmm. back out of. And you don't know who's at hand Help. to offer yeah. rescue. It's nail-biting tension. Just like at the end of episode... Uh, 12 
when Mr. Choi pointed a gun right. at Vincenzo. And we know nobody else was around at that point. Exactly. And Mr. Choi could either shoot him or he could leave him for dead inside the mm -hmm. vault. And what's Vincenzo going to do? Can he, like, martial art his way out of it? Probably not. <laughs> so that's, yeah. I mean, the only thing I can think of is he sent Chayon to go get beer. So she's going to eventually show up. But what can she do, right? Yeah. Unless if she's smart enough to catch, like, to catch on to what's happening and she goes get help. That's a possibility. Uh, it doesn't sound like, you know, Cha Yong, actually in these 10 scenes, Cha Yong has never been uh, the person who's able to get Vincenzo yeah. out of the most, of the worst situations where his life is in yep. danger. It's never been her. It's always been something True. else that you don't see True. coming. So we'll we'll have to see. Because like you said, even even if Cha Young showed up, what can she do? These guys have got <laughs> guns. They're trained killers. Yeah, if they can't get him in this pickle, then what can she do? We'll have to find out. With further without further ado, shall we get to our language points? of the day let's start with the word for gold uh, we've heard this word used many 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 times because it's part of the subplot everyone wants the gold so they've used this word many times any idea what that might be bonnie it's very easy it's just one syllable it's goom like papa oh. <laughs> it's not the same though right Oh, really? His same. name, it means gold? Well, uh, no, it's just used, it, it just uses the Sounds. same character okay. to write it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but you that's never not know. a really, uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> pretty name, but sure. <laughs> and I would also like to introduce the word for betrayal. Ooh. Because that's all we've mm -hmm. seen that's all true. throughout. The villains betray each other, the brothers Jangs, the subordinates often betray Jun Wu when their own lives are at risk. But how the Jang brother tried to betray his older brother, but it didn't work. It didn't because Vincenzo said no. Yeah, so that was an interesting twist because we thought that he would eventually use his services. Yep, so I don't have my points yet. Yet. Because I thought that was mm -hmm. going to happen. I still think at some point it yeah. could happen, but the show already seemed to have closed yeah, the book at on least it. Not for now. I know. Vincentro seemed pretty convinced that this is not one of those moral principles that he's willing to break. Mm -hmm. Perhaps once he's experienced the bitter tastes mm. of medicine. Seeing as his half-brother Paolo is straight up after his life, he may Maybe. change his mind. He may change it yet. Yes. But anyways, <laughs> the word for betrayal is Heishin. Heishin? Yep. Good job. That's perfect pronunciation. That was uh, me and Bonnie's reaction to episode 13 and 14. 
We'll be back next week, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sakura Pop. Keep musing about those K dramas, and we shall see you next week. Ta ta! Arrivederci! Arrivederci! <laughs>